All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens coming to you in this brand new, sparkly, shiny new year. Happy New Year to all of our wonderful listeners. And more importantly, Happy New Year to the baddest bitch, Michelle Santucci. (laughs) Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you, Kate, and to all our fellow listeners. I'm very glad you're so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed about 2021 because, you know, shit, it didn't really start as, as... shiny and shimmery as you had just outlined dude you know what here's here's where we're at we we needed this new year it doesn't matter if it's the exact same as it was (laughs) just a few just a few short days ago it just feels good to have that change you know like we got the new year we've got some really exciting updates for everyone who's listening today so thank you for as always for tuning in but michelle it is the new year, indeed. How was your time off? We took a couple weeks off. We did a couple special episodes for our listeners, but we're back in the earball. So how was your time off? What's been up? I mean, it was very relaxing. I wasn't looking at a computer screen. I definitely was following football. I can't wait for us to get back into it and start talking about it. Kate and I were just yes. saying how much we missed the draft queens and all of you, although I hope everybody listened to Kate's excellent episodes that she put together about Christmas and bloopers. She killed it. She killed it for us while we were on vacation. Bloopers. I mean, the bloopers, I, I'll tell you, I have to say, for all the people out there who have ever worked on a blooper reel, it actually takes a lot more time than you think because you have to go all the way back to the beginning of the season. And, and we we've did done, a lot of episodes. This is episode 19. Like, Ooh. we've done... A lot of hour-long episodes. So in theory, that's 18 hour or eighteen hours worth of episodes up to this point. And uh, it just takes a long time. It must so have been I, hard, too. Because I hope you enjoyed it. It must have been hard because we're so funny all the time. So how do you find <laughs> the bloopers and the screw-ups? I was very glad that you didn't put any of my badgering people's names in there. I really appreciate no, that. <laughs> no, but there there are so many of those. Like, that could be its own other episode. It's just <laughs> fucking up names in the huddle. But that aside name. from that, yeah, it was a good year. I mean, looking back on 2020, which was a cluster uh do you have any resolutions for the new year you know i don't really believe in the whole resolution thing i've never first of all i'm not good at them second of all like the fact that you just asked me and i was like oh i forgot about those actually i don't know know. i'm not really like good at those kind of things i feel like like just kind of keep being a good human if you can especially through all this madness like just yeah keep your head screwed on tight as best you can yeah i feel like that's a good one and win and win more in my dfs leagues which we'll get into yeah Win more, win more. Well, mine is just don't sweat the small stuff, I aka like it. 
part of what falls into i mean it sounds so cliche i sound like i'm the front of like a yeah a notebook cover, you do 100 you know? percent. it's kind of like you, don't did you just small stuff. did you just get a 2021 diary and write that on the cover no but i i should because like that's that's what my resolution is i don't believe in resolutions either it's like i'm just i'm as fat as last year if not fatter i'm as like i'm not progressing here i'm just trying to stay in the same arena and stay healthy and and mentally healthy physically healthy which is maintaining status quo exactly that should be your mantra maintain status quo let me tell you something when you get into your 30s if you can maintain status quo which we'll talk about because someone slash both of us have a birthday coming up. But when you enter your 30s, which someone on this phone, on this phone call, on this episode. Why are you me like this? Because Why are you adding me like I, this? Because it's the best years of your life. I'm excited for you to join the 30 Club. And I feel like at 30, it's like anything in your 30s, maintaining the status quo is like better than anything else you could do. You just want to keep it, keep it nice and balanced. That's, that's the goal. Is it like, um, you know that Hitch reference? It's like, keep it right here. Keep it right here. Yeah, keep it. Yeah, there you go. That's what you want to do. Here. Yeah, don't go too outside here. No. Just keep it right so here. So you got a little while longer to do your do your 20s thing, but then you just want to keep it nice and balanced. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I've got one week to do my 20s thing. And so this is a big episode. I guess this is the last episode of my 20s. And <gasps> next time you hear from us, I'll be 30 years old. Wow. Yes. And you've got a big birthday coming up, too. This is just filled with things. Your birthday's on Monday. My birthday's on Monday. Kate and I are fellow Capricorns. I've been waiting for this day for Kate to turn 30 for a very long time, a.k.a. for (laughs) as long as we've been friends, because I hate that I'm older and I've been 30 for a handful of years and Kate hasn't joined the club. So I'm very excited for her to join it. Live it up the last week in your 20s. And so I guess this has been a very long-winded way of saying my resolution for 2021 is just keeping it nice and balanced. Just maintain. Mm -hmm. Just maintain. And I mean that in not a negative way. I mean that in a positive way. Keep the stuff going that you need going. And the shit that's not working out, get rid don't of it. sweat it. Get rid of it. Don't, don't sweat, sweat that, that small, small stuff. <laughs> it just needs to get out of your life because 2020 was an unhealthy year. We all need this and we need a cleanse. And now we're on the upswing, Michelle. We're in 2021. There are good things to come. I can feel it. Including including wild card weekend wild card weekend (laughs) let's go okay we got some big shit to talk about what what are the games coming up because there was some crazy 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 shit that happened the last two weeks that we were gone but we're past it it's old news where are we at today? What do we have to look forward to? Because okay. I am stoked. We Okay, so what's really exciting is there are games on both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so, you know, you can keep that football. We, look, we've lost Monday night football. We've lost Thursday night football. But at least we have Saturday and Sunday. That's very exciting. <laughs> um, yes. I also kind of like when this happens. Like, I mean, the playoffs are always fun to watch anyway. But it's kind of nice because sometimes Sunday can feel so overwhelming with all the games on. And you're trying to track all your players and, and shit. Like, you oh, my God. You I don't really get screens to, up at once. Yeah, you don't get to, like, really sit and watch the game so that's what's fun about playoffs is like you really get to watch these these teams duke it out so saturday we've got the bills and the colts the bucks and the washington football team and then the rams and the seahawks which honestly i think are all really great games yeah i mean how do you want to like do you want to break it down like do we want to make some bets on who's going to do what i i think we should let's make some picks okay so for the saturday games bills colts i feel like 
is a shoe in if it's not the bills i'll be shocked i was gonna say i'm i'm going bills for sure i I mean these guys have had an incredible season you know finally you know reviving their playoff livelihood you know shout out to uh cuomo for actually allowing fans for the first time at the stadium very limited fans but you know the new york teams have had nobody there all season so the fact that they made the playoffs um and can have some people there plus they're just on fire they just look yeah, they yeah. look great, and we'll talk a little more uh, later in the episode about you know specific players. But I- I'm going Bills that game for sure. Got to go Bills that game. That's an easy one. Uh, then we've got the oh, but also shouts to Colts fans because this was a, the AFC was a tough one this year. Like it was, it's really been a tough one, and I can't believe the Colts are like in the last spot given how good they've been. So shouts to Colts fans. Anyways, I think this is the end of your road though. Um, then we've got same thing for Bucks Washington. I can't imagine it's not the Bucks, but do you feel differently? Uh, no, I, I mean I think it'll be a good game. Washington has a pretty good D, so you know they may uh, they may put some pressure on Tom. But I mean, if you've been watching the Bucks for the last couple of weeks, I mean everybody's finding their stride. Godwin yeah. scoring touchdowns, Gronk still scoring, Antonio Brown scoring. You know, like yeah. they just they they seem to be clicking finally at at the right time and look you you, you've heard me say this it's tom he's not gonna make it all the way to the wild card game and and lose to washington it's just it's not gonna happen so i I, i'm I'm, I'm all in on on the box in that one yeah i agree and i also uh we can come back to this at the beginning of our opening before we get to the huddle i learned a really 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 cool fact about end of year bonuses for football players yeah yeah share that i'm only thinking i'm only thinking of it because uh, because of the Bucks, and the reason that I heard about this was because of a like some plays that Tom Brady was making to um, Antonio Brown. And sorry, I think my audio is going to go off as we listen to whatever this website is I just pulled up. But essentially, at the end of a season, like before the end of the year, similar yep. to how you and I get our end of year bonuses for our respective jobs. Yep so do football players i had no fucking clue me neither that you get huge bonuses because at the end of the year if you fulfill like it's performance based right so for example antonio brown had to hit like six catches before the end of the year hit of the regular season and if he got those six extra catches he got a nice $250,000 bonus. And so apparently Tom Brady was just shoveling passes to Antonio Brown so he could meet that quota and make his bonus. Did you know that's a thing that happened in the NFL? I I didn't. I honestly didn't know that, but it's funny that you mentioned that because I noticed it and learned about it when I was watching the Saints play last week. And and Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders caught a pass and was like, it was nothing. It was like a five-yard pass. It wasn't a first down. It was nothing, but he was, like, celebrating. And I was like, what is this about? And the announcers were talking about the fact that that catch earned him, like, half a million dollars because he had, like, 60 catches or whatever it was for the year. I had no clue. I mean, it makes total sense. Like, you got to give these guys – I mean, look, of course these guys play to win, but, you know, having a little added something on there, you know, certainly, uh, you know, helps them out. So uh, that is a fun new fact. I – I wish I could know what they all were like ahead of the season and track it. It's just so interesting. I mean, I wonder if that's something, when do they disclose that stuff? Because apparently he needed, he needed 45 catches by the end of 2020 to earn 250K, Antonio Brown. I don't know. Do they disclose it? Like, I bet you there's no, I'm sure there's not somewhere like that they publicly announce that. 
I don't know, but it is fascinating. It is fascinating. Not to take us too much uh, of a tangent, but I read it the other day and I was like, oh, we can't not talk about this. That is insane. I like it. It's a fun fact. We'll see if we can uncover some more of those in the future. Yeah, Uh, well, make that money and the Bucks are going to win against the Washington football team. So that's that. That's that. Uh, What do you you think about this Rams-Seahawks game? Um, Seahawks. Yeah, I think, I think Seahawks. I think Seahawks. I think Goff has not looked as good as he should look. Um, so I don't. I don't think that they have what it takes to beat the Seahawks. I do think the Seahawks are going to have a bit of a a rough go in the air. Um, you know, against the Rams because the you know they've got they've got Jalen Ramsey over there. Their pass D is is pretty good. Um, yeah. for for the Rams. So I think I think the Seahawks win that. I don't think you'll see as big of a game from like a DK Metcalf or, or Lockett as you're, you know, maybe hoping or used to seeing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think Russell Wilson's going to, you know, be Russell Wilson and run around and do what he's got to do. I expect to see a pretty good game, you know, um, out of that one for sure. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun one too. But for the most part, I feel pretty definitive about some of the Saturday games at least. And then we get to the Sunday games, and this is where things get a little complicated, right? A little hairy, a little hairy. <laughs> A little hairy, and uh, mm, the first one I think is the hairiest, unfortunately, um, contrary to what I'd like to think, but as a Titans fan, Titans-Ravens, like, is it's scary. It's always scary playing the Ravens. Um, I'm going to go Titans, as always, uh, and based feel, on last year, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I want to go with you. I don't know why. I, there's something about the Ravens that I just don't like. I don't know what it is. I, like, I'm not sure why I don't really love them so much, but I, I don't. Um... I mean, look, the Titans D is not very good, as I'm sure you know. So I I foresee (laughs) a lot of points in this game. But, I mean, offensively, the Titans have been amazing. You know, like, when you talk about, obviously, Derrick Henry, like, Tannehill's been great. 2K club, baby. I mean, come on. Like, that guy is going to, like, drag this team, you know, as far as he can. Like, I don't know. I feel like they – I'm going to go – I'm guessing the Titans are the underdog, but I'm going to go with them. Because I want to. And for some reason, I just don't know. I don't I don't love the Ravens. Maybe I don't love the way Lamar Jackson play. I don't know what I don't like. But there's something I don't like. And I feel like the Titans have made a pretty damn good run. So I'm going to go with it. It'll be a good game regardless. This is probably... This is the one game that I feel like, unfortunately, will be the biggest nail-biter. Ravens-Titans. So that- I'm looking forward to that one. But I'm also going Titans. All right. I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I think that's a, it's a toss-up. I think it's a toss-up. I think it's going to be a closer game than people are probably going to give the Titans um, credit for. I think everybody's just like, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. I'm like, well, Baltimore kind of had to like wait really? till the last week to even get into the playoffs. Remember last year? Remember last year this time? I was like, I'm just going to give my own anecdote because we're doing a long intro, it turns out. So here we go. But last year, I was watching this from my favorite establishment. And... Uh, we ended up taking shots, and I think I blacked out. I haven't blacked out in like my entire in my in the rest of 2020. I, think I just blacked out that one night, and oh, I was boy. because it was like Lamar Jackson wasn't having the Lamar Jackson show. Right. Let's be honest; it hasn't been that way this season. It's not that he looks bad, but totally. it's just not the Lamar Jackson and the Ravens that we were used to, even in last year's regular season. I just also think Derek, like Derek Henry. I, that's all like I, I I don't know I just I feel like he's gonna he's gonna help carry him through like you know yeah. I, I'm going Titans with you all right we've talked enough about that one what do you think about the Steelers and the Browns 
a repeat Steelers. of the game from last week. <laughs> however, just, however, nobody roll. on the Steelers played last week, and yeah, the Browns will actually, you know, uh, like, yeah. I, look, I, I think it's the Steelers. I, I think Ben's going to come back. They're just going to blow it up, I think. Mason Rudolph, RIP. <laughs> uh, yeah, Steelers for sure. I mean, Browns have been doing just fine for the Browns. Totally. So, good job. But uh, and first time in the playoffs since like the eighties. Yeah, Is that right. Hey, I'm not. I'm not discounting them for being a bad team. I'm just saying I think it's, it's it's a tough. You know, look, they had a hell of a season. Eleven and five. Eleven and five. That's, that's great. Good. That's a great season that's for the like, Browns. That's like doubly as good as the Washington football team who actually made it into the playoffs. I know. Like I know. F- AFC and NFC disparity is a different episode for a different time. But um, <laughs> Steelers for sure over Browns, I think. And then um, last but not least for Sunday games, Saints Bears. I mean, I'm, I got to go Saints. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go Saints yeah. there. Like, I know they had some they had some COVID stuff last week, but everybody seems to be back on the mend. It looks like they may get Michael Thomas back. It's Drew Brees. You know, again, I, I just and their defense has been phenomenal. So I just feel like Saints. Also, also, we can go back and reference episode Uno. But I think episode Uno. I think the Saints were my Super Bowl pick, so I got to pick the Saints. Remember that conversation? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all I have to say is I picked the Saints at the beginning of the season, and then I picked the Bucks yeah. halfway through. So they're both at it. Okay. And I went Niners, and uh, oh god, I, I know who I picked, but I I was just thinking it in my head, and now I forgot Steelers. <laughs> Steelers. Oh, you did. All right. All right. So yeah. All right. So we'll see. Think? We're three for four. We're three for four. Me? Are you with me on the the Saints or? No, I'm not. You're not. I also saw no. I saw something on my phone today that said Alvin Kamara is ta- Kamara Kamara. He's talking to uh, the Bears. Why mean, is he talking to the Bears? What do you mean he's talking to the Bears? What are you talking? What are you talking something, about? Something about the Bears, and it okay. was like not re- not related to the playoffs. Why don't you read was, what it actually said? What did it actually oh, say? Know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. Whatever. You don't even know what it actually I don't said. The only I don't know. the only thing that's interesting about um, Kamara is. You know, he was on COVID uh, reserve last week. Um, so just, he, he should be good to play. But that is that is still technically, as of right now, when we're recording this on Thursday, a question mark. But, um, yeah. I hope the Saints, I mean, I like the Saints. I hope the Saints do it. And um, But you're picking the Bears? I just don't know. No, 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 no. I'm picking the Saints. Oh, okay, no, okay. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm not picking the Bears. I'm not picking the Bears. Sorry, Bears. I th- I think out of all of these teams, the worst team is the Bears. All of these teams. I'm, I'm, and Washington yeah, football team, too. I was going to say, and the Washington football team. I mean, yeah, se- I mean seven I, and nine, like, that. they're in with a losing record. That's not, yeah. it's not great. Bears are in at well, eight and eight, 500, so, you know, it's neither here nor there if you're 500 in my opinion well the fun part though okay so all things considered for wild card wild card weekend we've got our can you say that three times fast wild card weekend wild card weekend wild card weekend woo 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 woo, woo. uh the the best part of wild card weekend is that we're (laughs) how come you said it three times fast and you got it and then you say it one more and you you botch it best part of wild card weekend (laughs) wild card weekend is uh i don't even remember what i was gonna say so it doesn't even matter (laughs) this has been so much fun we already great it's just great in general wild card weekend but 
but it's something to celebrate all weekend. And then before you know it, Michelle, it's going to be your birthday on Monday. We're going to be reeling after a really long weekend. We're going to keep rolling into that party energy into a Monday. I was born on a Monday. I feel the vibes. It's a good thing. It's very Capricorn of you. So it's going to be a really, really good weekend. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Speaking of being a Capricorn, which means I'm super well organized, uh, I think we should move along into the huddle because that's our next segment. Oh my God, it's the first huddle of the new year. Let's get into it. All right, here we are, 2021, and it's our very first huddle of the year. Kate. Oh, it's so beautiful. Kate obviously has her time clock ready, always. Always. 60 seconds. And for our new listeners in the new year, should we tell them what it is? 60 seconds on the clock for Kate and I to read and hopefully not trip over words and names and tell you the biggest sports headlines of the week. We have a fucking lot of them this week. We for real have to go fast. We're going to go as fast as we can. We have a lot. Okay. All right. You want to count it down? You want me to count you down? You take the first. I'll take the first one. Oh, okay. You get the first one. All right. Count yourself down then, I guess. Okay, self, here we go, self, in three, and two, and one, go, self. In MLB news, Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco are headed to the Mets. Real Madrid's Kareem Benzama, definitely said it wrong, faces trial for alleged involvement in Valbuena blackmail. (laughs) With the regular season coming to a close, there's growing buzz around potential NFL trades. Deshaun Watson could ask for a trade along with so many others. Similarly, coaches are getting traded in and out. Adam Gass is out for the Jets and... Maybe Marvin Lewis is in, question mark, having interviewed for the head coaching jobs with the Texans, Lions, and now the Jets. Saints activated running backs Latavius Murray from the COVID list, and Kamara is still in question. Uh, Los Angeles Rams activated Cooper Cup from the COVID injury reserve list. Quarterback Jared Goff, who missed week 17 due to surgery and a broken, dislocated right thumb, was at practice on Wednesday. Tampa Bay Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans did not practice. He also was absent during the media portion of practice. Cole Beasley uh, with a knee injury of the Bills is not practicing. Alex Smith with a calf injury is officially still questionable. (laughs) We're at the end. We're at the end. We're at the end. But we squeezed it in. We squeezed it in. Okay, that's good. We have a lot of like injury type things. I know, but you know, in the the reoccurring like wildcard weekend, football, like basically Kate and I are going to milk as much football information and news as we possibly can on this show until the Super Bowl. And frankly, we'll find things to talk about after the Super Bowl, too. So we had to get all these these headlines in for Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. So, okay. Here's the first thing. A lot of potentials, right? Latavius Murray now in. Kamara out for the Saints still. Hopefully not in question by the time sun- Saturday rolls around. Should, Sunday, be, Sunday. should be fine. But as of today, we're just giving you what we know. Yeah. And then we've got the Cooper Cups of the world. Cooper Cup has to play for the Rams on Saturday. Hopefully it comes to fruition. We've got Tampa Bay Bucks. Mike Evans, he just hyperextended his knee, so he should be back. But uh, I don't know. That one didn't look so good. You don't know. If you watch that game, that didn't look so good. No, he was all limpy, so we got to look into that. But I think the Bucks are fine, considering Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. So we're good there. And then Cole Beasley, that's huge for the Bills. That would be very helpful to have 
uh, he would be very helpful to have. I mean, he's all over the field for those guys. So we'll, we'll see. Look, you never, you know, like I said, we're coming to you. You're listening to this on Friday. We're telling you what we know as of Thursday. Um, but keep an eye on, on all these things uh, going into the, going into the weekend. So here's a big question though. Speaking of like uh, injuries, we don't know about, but need to, what the fuck happens with Alex Smith? If he's not available. I don't know. So this is so, oh my God, this is, this is actually a very interesting one, right? So he has a calf injury. He's been listed with a calf injury for a couple of weeks. He's played through it. I, like, I, I think he will play. It's the playoffs. Now there's multiple tangents to go on here. The first tangent is, isn't it scary if you're Alex Smith or Alex Smith's coach after knowing what this poor man has gone through with injuries in the past? Like, you just don't want to hurt the freaking guy again. I mean, no, isn't no. 17 near-death surgeries enough for one person to go through so you know I don't think it's I don't think it's that terrible but I do think you probably take a little extra precaution with a guy like Alex Smith because of those past injuries the other tangent that we can go on this one's great and we did not get to talk about this because we were vacating is who's their backup question mark because it ain't Dwayne Haskins anymore because he got dropped anybody do that anybody want to know why he got dropped I would like to know. Because, I, for one, would like to know. Because he went to a strip club after a game during COVID. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just let that one marinate. Huh. So, with the <laughs> dropping for the strip club or the COVID or the both? I mean, I think D, all of the above. <laughs> D, all of the above. <laughs> I'm pretty sure D, all of the above. Like, this guy was playing because Alex Smith was out. They lost. He goes to a strip club during COVID, and the Washington football team says goodbye. So now, okay, but I think that Alex Smith will, I'm hoping he'll play. I was listening to one of his, like, old interviews, and apparently he grew up in, like, a military family around military folks, and so he's got that regimented like i'm gonna do this i think that's why he came back from his 17 surgeries you know what i'm saying like yeah i mean he's look, got that mentality just, where it's like i'm good to go know, if you need you me just, to play i'll go you just don't want to see this guy get hurt again so i, I mean look no. I, I i think especially because it's the playoffs and because of this this comeback story we've talked about i do think he will play um they do also have taylor Hen- henke is that how you say his name uh henke right so Thank you. He he is also now the backup quarterback. You might see a little bit of him. You might see like I don't know. Maybe they do a little like Drew Brees, Taysom Hill kind of thing. So uh, who knows? But um, yeah, I'm really glad that we got to talk about that story because we didn't. I know we, me too. We weren't on the mic when uh, when that whole Dwayne Haskins business went down. Yeah, but but also like the whole Alex Smith story. They've been. It's fucking awesome. It's amazing. It's the craziest shit. It's like a Teddy Bridgewater situation, you know? Like, coming back from something so horrific and unfathomable. I mean, if you haven't read Alex Smith's story already, to anyone listening, like, go read it now. We can't unpack it to the full, but he's... He's just like almost death-defying the guy. He basically, literally is. Basically, yeah. It's a it's a hell of a story, that's for sure. All right, so yeah, I, we, I would look forward to him playing. Can we go? I would too. Can we go back to this headline that you made me read? Where I'm pretty sure I re- I read the name wrong, but uh, what what, oh, what, yeah. what 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 are we getting into here? This sounds like a soap opera. We're, we got blackmail. Okay. What's happening? <laughs> I'm excited from for this strip one. clubs okay. to blackmail. What do we got? Okay, I'm so glad. So on my ESPN app, you know how you can follow different teams. 
it's like you can follow. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, you can follow. I have like the Yankees, the Titans, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I somehow, someone subscribed me to like the Premier League or some shit. And okay. I do not, like like we talked about, I don't know the difference between the Champions League and the Premier League. I just don't. But anyway, I'm, sub- I'm subscribed to ESPN Soccer Updates. Thank God that I am. Because this piece of gold popped up on my ESPN app. And it is about Real Madrid and Kareem Benzema who apparently has been blackmailing one of his teammates, his French teammates, for a sex tape scandal. Uh, This guy who I I don't know who this is. I've heard the name Kareem Benzema before, but I don't know who Mathieu Valbuena is. Okay. Do you you know who that is? No. They're they're Frenchmen. I'm really just listening to you tell me the story right now. Okay. So apparently here's, here's what I've got from ESPN. Real Madrid's forward, Kareem Benzema, will face trial like this week for his alleged involvement in blackmailing his former French teammate, Mathieu Valbuena, in a sex tape scandal, the Versailles prosecutor's office said on Thursday. Benzema is suspected of having pressured his former national teammate, his national team teammate, to pay blackmailers who threatened to reveal an intimate video in which Valbuena was featured. He will stand trial on the charge of conspiracy to attempt blackmail. The prosecutor's office said in a message to the AP, a date for the trial has yet to be set. What? Okay. This is like a movie. What is happening They're going to make a 30 for 30 out of this, aren't they? I'm just about to go out and email the Benzema team and try and sign this because this is insane. Like, uh, I don't think I have... I'm trying to rack my brain of anything that's happened similar to this. Like, do you know any teammates who are blackmailing each other with sex tapes? I don't. Not not to my knowledge, no. It's not really my forte or No, I don't, I don't even know, but that's that's bonkers. And that guy, Kareem Benzema, is, like, very famous. Extra, extra famous in the soccer. If I know the name, they must be famous. Because I don't know many soccer players aside from, like, Pele, Ronaldo. That's that's crazy, though. Yeah, it's it's absurd. I look forward and will continue to report on these updates because I would like to know what's happening. Uh, What do you say? Great. Please, please include an update on this next week for for the listeners. Like I said, it sounds like a soap opera, so we we need to know what happens. There's a blackmail scandal that is underway currently. I look forward to it. Okay. Um, But anyway, they said that this was an update from today, so we should know more by next week, I guess. Well, this was a very (laughs) interesting huddle. And I I will say, you know, you mentioned... uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, who we know how much I, I love him. And I, I'm sure there's there's conversations about, uh, you know, trading after a, a, a pretty, you know, disappointing oh, yeah. season over there. What it did make me think of is I was just looking at some of like the big sort of, you know, league leaders. Now that the 20th, the 2020 season is over, you know, we can look at some of the, you know, the, the top lists from the year. What's crazy is Deshaun Watson led the league in passing yards, 4,000. 823 passing yards. He's this awesome. guy sl- slayed all season, even though, you know, the team could not string together a-, a great winning season. But, you know, he's number one. He's number one in passing yards, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, everyone who talks about him, I mean, we watched we watched his game on Sunday because it was Texans-Titans and I had to watch. Um, he looks great. 
you know, he just needs. He would he needs look better, better if they had DeAndre Hopkins still he, on he the needs, team. He needs better support. I think he needs better coaching. But you know, props to Deshaun for for an amazing season. Not so great for the Texans. But here's another interesting yeah. one. This is mm. pretty cool. So this, you know, as it relates to you know playoff teams. So Josh Allen finished top five, number five in passing touchdowns with 37. Mm. He finished number five in passing yards. 4,544, uh, 4, and he finished number four in complete, completion percentage, 69.2%. So safe to say Josh Allen had a hell of a season, and his homie, Stefan Diggs, ended up number one in uh, receiving yards with 1,535. Hell of, hell of a season so for badass. these guys over there, huh? Yeah, hell of a season, and especially after the Sunday games. Like, that was fun to watch. I know. It really, really was. It's pretty cool It's pretty cool looking at these year-end year lists. Obviously, you got your boy uh, Derrick Henry just crushing out there when it, when it comes to uh, rushing touchdowns, 17, rushing yards, the only, the only single guy this season to break 2,000 rushing yards, which is... 2K Club! It's just crazy. It's just these... It's really cool to like look at these numbers like at the end of the uh, at the end of it all and and see you know some of these standouts. I know we should probably do a well we can wrap that up like after January we can do like full end of season end of year stats when NFL wraps up because we're gonna need something to talk about because this year draft queens will go through other other sports. Yes, the hell we will. I think that wraps the huddle. Fine, but it was a beautiful, beautiful first huddle in the new year. And a beautiful huddle it was, but we do have our final segment to jump into today. And Michelle, uh, it's a little different than we've been doing for 2020, but it it is a new year and it does require new content. So we don't really, usually this would be our start and sit segment, as you all know. Um, now, I guess we kind of have to transform it. So what do you think of for this segment? I know you have a brainchild. I know you have a, a little idea for this one. What I are mean, you thinking? Here's the thing. So now that fantasy is over, congrats to all the champions out there. Winners, losers, we still love you. Um, you know, like, we're not going to do Stardom Sinem as we normally would because fantasy's over, but we were thinking it might be fun to talk a little bit about DFS. So, daily fantasy sports, which everybody knows and loves, um, all the DraftKings out there, the FanDuel's out there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's really just, it's an opportunity to sort of play fantasy, but do it on a, you know, a week-by-week basis. Um, mm-hmm. So, we kind of figured we'll morph Stardom Sinem a little bit. We'll talk to you a little bit week over week um, about the different values out there of these guys. Like basically the way DFS works for anyone that doesn't know is you go into one of these apps, like I said, DraftKings, FanDuel, there's, you know, whatever, there's, there's a million of them and you get assigned a, a, a budget essentially. You get, you know, a, a certain amount of money that you can spend to field a team. They're all a little bit different, but most of them are like a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, 
a tight end, a flex player, and a defense. So again, not very dissimilar from, you know, season-long fantasy, but now you're doing it, you know, week over week. So you're not stuck with one guy for 12 weeks or 15 weeks. You know, you just pick based on the week that they're playing in. Um, it runs through the playoffs, so you can you can play now. And uh, what we thought might be kind of fun was talk about uh, who we think might have a big week and uh, is is a good value for you. Um, since you do, in this case, you gotta you know you gotta spend money on these guys. So you can't just go in there and pick. Oh well, I want um, all the number one guys this week, of course, because they're gonna do great. Well, you won't have enough money to buy all of those guys. So you gotta have some long shots. You gotta like go for some like you know some guys are first tier, some guys are second tier. You know you're probably out there thinking, yeah, I'll just go buy all the most expensive guys. Well, you can't because you'll run out of cash. So, not too far of a stretch, I don't think, from stardom sit More of like a, no. a buy them, don't buy them if you're doing DFS. Buy them, don't buy them. That's exactly right. And you know what? As you were explaining this, I realized how I know this, uh, how I know what DFS is. How? Do you want to hear? Uh, yes. So, I don't do it. I mean, I don't do it. I just am relying on you here. <laughs> So I am also on the side outside of this podcast, a huge Bachelor fan, and I know how skeezy that is, but just stay (laughs) with me here. Bachelor Nation has hilarious drama. It is very, very funny to follow. And there's this one couple that came out of a season. Their names are Jade and Tanner. Uh, they're fairly famous just because they're one of the few couples who actually lasted and now they have like three kids and da 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 and they were on a couple seasons ago. Anyway, so they, apparently Tanner in that duo, he is a huge DraftKings user Ah. and they, they were doing daily DFS, uh, and won a million dollars in prize money. But man, I thought my eight dollars was a big win. Damn it. Well, I know. And <laughs> I'm like, of course, you'd like get on the bachelor. First of all, that's one in a million. Second of all, then you win a million dollars on DraftKings. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? So anyway, they... for those of you that don't know, that's Kate's. Those are Kate's like biggest dreams in life right there. Yeah, they are. Those are the two things that I want to do, like be on a reality show and win a million dollars in football. <laughs> like, what else does anyone want to do? Anyway. <laughs> So Tanner apparently is a big betting shark. He plays this all the time. Uh. And he had his wife, Jade, play with him. So you can, like, double up your team, switch it around, and you get double the potential winnings. DraftKings looked into it, maybe because they're, like, icons, if you will. Huge air quotes there. Yeah. And stripped them of the million dollars for collusion. Collusion! collusion it's very uh yeah it's very dramatic it's juicy it's very juicy it's the most dramatic season yet anyway (laughs) okay i'm gonna stop this tangent but that's how i know what dfs is so okay thank you for describing that because now i got it and so for your daily fantasy what are you who is like most valuable who are you thinking about so i'm gonna rattle off a few things here i want you to chime in tell me your thoughts here as as draft queens do, I'm not going to state the obvious. There are obvious guys that are like, yes, if you want to buy Derrick Henry, you should buy Derrick Henry because he's great, but he's going to cost you, which means everybody. And here's the other thing about DFS now. You know, normally you get to choose from, you, you know, you choose from everybody that's playing. Obviously, there's, you know, two, four, like, there's not as many teams this week. Yeah. So if you spend big on someone, it's going to be really hard to get those, like, 
you know, those like second, third, fourth tier guys because there's just not as many games being played. So um, we're going to skip the obvious ones because they're obvious and we're just going to give you a little yeah, two cents right. on, on some of the guys that we think are, you know, uh, a really good value here. So um, yeah. looking at the quarterbacks, maybe this is super obvious, but he's not, you know, he's not number one, number two, or number three in, in most of the ranks as it relates to the, you know, the, the, the week going on. You know, Josh Allen, we just talked about him. I think the you know I think that he's cheaper than some of the other quarterbacks that are playing um, you know this week for the playoffs. We just told you all his amazing stats within you know the top fives of basically all the important stats uh, for quarterbacks. Right. Um, you know you can save a couple of bucks on him. He's a little bit cheaper than some of the other quarterbacks out there. Um, and I just I think that the Bills are just going to come out guns blazing uh, being back in the playoffs this year. So uh, Josh Allen. I'm not going to tell you exactly how much, you know, he is because it's going to vary depending on, you know, what you're what you're using. But, um, you know, I, I think value wise, if he's the most expensive guy you get, it's worth it. I am surprised that he is not. I mean, OK, I don't know what I'm talking about, so I need to clarify and kind of caveat that to listeners. But I'm surprised. I guess it's like, how many teams do we have? Well, you're right. You're right. So So if you look at some of these things, so he's basically, so he's number two in this week's matchups, right? So it like, because, you know, Green Bay is not playing, Kansas City is not playing. So, you know, he'll bump down as, as it continues to go. You're right, though. As it relates to this week, he's technically ranked number two. Um, in these, you know, in these apps, how they do it. So maybe, like I said, maybe that's kind of obvious, but if he's the most expensive guy you buy, I personally think it's worth it this week. No, I like that. I like that. And I'm sure there are some other ones, especially, that's a really good point. I didn't really think about Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. I didn't really think about uh, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, who clearly they have a bye week. So that's, that's cool. That's cool. I like that take. And then again, I don't know how this works. So anybody else? Uh, I like Big Ben too. So, all right, if we're looking at this, Big Ben actually is ranking a little bit lower, you know, than a couple of the other kind of, you know, key guys out here. But I think we sort of said this earlier. You know, he yeah, rested. They're playing the Browns. Yeah, they're playing the Browns. He rested last week. He didn't even. He didn't even. Well, I, I kind of don't love love this, but he didn't even like fly with the team to go to the game. Probably safer for COVID reasons. But I'm like, man, you should have been there. But it's okay. Yeah. He he's rested. They're playing the Browns. I think you know. I think it's going to be a big area game uh for them so uh i think he's another uh he's another good one there oh, i just love the crystal ball there's no crystal ball as we say but um i like the crystal ball and i like those takes and then if we are i mean i'm trying to think about running backs in the current climate of who's playing I always think about the, um, this was your call all year, like the Cam Akers of the world. What do you feel about the running back position? Like who is valuable versus not? Yeah, I think Cam Akers coming back from injury is going to be really good um, for LA this week. Um, like I said earlier, I think Jared Goff's, you know, been struggling a bit, obviously, with this injury. So, you know, the, he has the, no thumb. the throwing no game, thumb. the throwing game might be a little tough. So I think Cam Akers, you know, comes back where he, you know, starts back where he ended. Um, so and, and he's definitely ranked a bit lower than some of the other big names, you know, that are that are running this week. So I think he's of good value. We we mentioned this. The Seahawks have a rough matchup in the air with Jalen Ramsey on, you know, on the Rams. 
Uh, I think that's going to be make it a tough game for DK Metcalf. It may open up some room for Tyler Lockett, but if you've been watching the Seahawks towards the end of the season, Lockett's been a little unreliable, so we'll see how that goes. That said, I think uh, either Chris Carson or Carlos Hyde are two really good um, value buys um, in DFS this week. Um, and then last but not least, I hadn't really followed this guy very much, you know, honestly, throughout um, the season uh, because I, I think it's honestly because Lamar Jackson runs the ball so much that you sometimes yeah, forget. I, I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> sometimes I know. you forget that there are actual running backs on the Ravens. Um, but, you know, J.K. Dobbins has been incredible over the last few Insane. weeks. Um, he's, he's got touchdowns in the last, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six games of, you know, the regular season. He's He's been yeah. crushing it for them. So. Um, he may be he may be a little bit more expensive, but he's not as expensive as you know Kamara, you know, or or some of these other guys. So again, you know, you want to try to find a good balance in DFS. You don't want to spend you know all your money on one guy, especially now because you can't dig as deep into rosters with uh, with you know only so many teams playing. A hundred percent. And it's funny because every time I feel like I watch the Ravens, you don't think about J.K. Dobbins, right? But every time I look at the screen, it's J.K. Dobbins with that little motion graphic that comes up as like an overlay for touchdowns. Like he is always between him and Mark Andrews. He's always there. So I think of everyone you mentioned for the running back slot, I am so with you on J.K. Dobbins. I'm full in. Now, do I hope he does well this week? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Selfishly, as a Titans fan, tighten up, baby. But, uh, but yeah, I like that take for sure. All right, so well, let's talk a little wide receiver here. Um, so this one, this one could save you some money, um, which is a good thing because, like I said, can't spend can't spend all your money in one spot, kids. Um, Darnell Mooney, <laughs> all you thirty and younger, all you kids. Oh! So Darnell Mooney, just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. On the Bears, Who's Darnell Mooney. Well, we haven't talked a lot about the Bears because I think we just don't think they're going to win this week. That said, I don't think that they're going to do terribly. Um, he's been a little, he's been a little sneaky the last few weeks. He scored. He's he, he, he he's been a little sneaky. He's got a couple of touchdowns. He had two touchdowns in the last four games. Um, his targets have increased, you know, week over week. His last week, his last uh, game of the year against Green Bay, arguably a pretty tough matchup. He had 93 yards and and 11 catches. Um, just keep an eye on him. It looks like it looks like he might have a little bit of an ankle injury, but he's definitely uh, a good value buy if you're if you're getting stuck in your you know it, trying to fill that third wide receiver uh, you know position this week. Well, similarly, um, I. I not that I know anything about this again, but like thinking about the huddle and Mark Evans, who's coming off of an uh, hyperextended knee and we don't know where he's going. I wonder if, to your point about choosing the Bucks for the Super Bowl pick, I wonder if Chris Godwin's a good look, right? Like as usual, when Mark e- Mike Evans is out, not Mark Andrews, <laughs> Mike Evans is out, then bring on Chris Godwin and even <clears throat> potentially Antonio Brown, right? I mean, like like I said earlier, I think the the Bucks have found their stride. 
as Tom does and has done in the in in the past, you know everybody touches the ball. So you know two weeks ago when when they played Detroit, uh, it was a total blowout. I think every person on the team caught a touchdown pass, basically. Um, at, at versus Atlanta, they that was they, awesome. By yeah, the way, yeah, that was like insane. really sweet. And then and then um, you know uh, versus Atlanta. Godwin in particular had two touchdowns, 133 yards, and he did it on five catches. Five catches. That's a lot of production. So yeah. I think especially if if Mike Evans is either out or he's just, you know, a little limited because of the knee injury, um, it seems like Tom and, and Godwin have really found their stride. Um, you yeah. know, it was spotty at the beginning of the season. But, again, Godwin probably on the <clears throat> a little more expensive side, but – feels like a shoe-in to, to get you some good points this week. Okay, I like that. I, I also have to admit that I think I accidentally just burped a little on the mic. <laughs> I didn't hear so it. I was like, a, it was a quick intermission. <laughs> I think I had like a teeny tiny burp <laughs> that I didn't know was coming. And so sorry if anybody heard that. I hope no one heard that. I hope when you edit this, you make it very loud and pronounced. <laughs> Just, oh, no. Okay. Um, but as per ritual, I am having a delicious beer as we go through Daily Fantasy. Okay. Anyway, Last back but not to least. your regularly scheduled content for wide receivers. Last but not least for DFS in the wide receiver uh, uh, position, we have not talked about him recently. I think we talked about him a ton. Not a really. ton last season. He's, yeah. had, he's had some injury lists. Uh, injury issues he's been on the COVID list um, but the Buffalo Bills have uh, officially reactivated John Brown he was active in their last game of the season against Miami he went four for four with 72 yards and a touchdown Um, so he's back Um, he's looking good and as we mentioned if Cole Beasley is either not playing or he's having some issues um, John Brown's value last week was amazing because nobody thought he was going to play. He definitely went up a bit now that he's back on people's radars, but I think that could be a, a really good play. Um, and we, we've talked enough about Josh Allen, so you already know how I feel about his quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that John Brown call out. I feel like we really haven't talked about him all season, but we also haven't had a reason to. So. Feels good. Feels good to have him back. It does. Especially if Cole's out. I mean, we'll have to keep an eye, but that is a great pick. As normal, Michelle, no crystal ball. Here's here's the crazy thing. I'm I'm gonna change this up as we're as we're doing this actually. So I, I, again, I'm gonna try to be a little bit not the uh the obvious here. Um there's definitely some tight ends, you know, that we could talk about that have been amazing. Because the Rams have such a great pass D. As I said, I think you could look at their run game as being pretty good this week. Um, I'm not saying DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are going to be terrible. I just don't think they're going to blow up like they normally would. That said, if you've watched some of the Seattle games, you may have seen the name Jacob Hollister pop up and be like, Absolutely, another throwback. Who the hell is that guy? Um, You know, he could be a really good value buy uh, this week uh, for Seattle in the tight end position. Um, you know, he, he had, look, he didn't, he didn't have a ton of yards last week, but he did have a touchdown and he gets the looks. So if, if there's some, you know, if there's some issues in the air and people are watching the Metcalfs, the Lockets of the world, who knows, maybe Hollister is a good look this week. Yeah. And then, and, and there's also not the names that you hear all the time on Draft Queens. So the Tanyans of the world, there's no Tanyan this week, no Tanyan. Uh, there's also the Gronks of the world, which by the way, 
just if I keep inserting like little funny anecdotes on my own end, I'm just going to keep doing it. Please. So there was the a video that was on socials this week after Gronk had pulled over to the side of the road oh, to geez. help some folks like restart their battery in their car. Okay. And it seems to me a great Samaritan and really just like Rob Gronkowski, as much as I fucking and love you to death, but I hate the Patriots as much as I despise. I love Gronk. And because he just has this energy about him <laughs> that he's just a big ball of sweetness. Okay. So he pulled over to the side of the road and he helped someone which may have been for his first time restart their car battery and so there was this viral video of Gronk going go rob go rob oh Oh, yeah oh yeah (laughs) i did it i did it it was so cute it literally was like go rob i did it i did it he's never helped someone jumpstart their car that's hilarious, and he he really does have, wonderful. He does have just some wonderful very man, funny, funny uh, energy about him. He ha- he he is heating up too. I mean, like I said, Bucks they've been heating up. So, but anyway, Jacob Hollister could be a good buy in DFS. Agree. Last but not least, I'm not going to call it streaming D's because it's we're buying D's. We're just buying Aww, it. No, we're not okay. streaming it. You're buying it. What what D are you buying? I am buying the Saints all day this week in DFS against the Bears. You heard it here first. I think that is a great buy because the Bears, not so great. Offense. Bears have a great run game. So hey, they're not bad, but the Saints D has just been awesome. I mean, thank God for Allen Robinson. That is all. That, that is, is all. Um, I think those are those are my hot takes. Go Michelle. You did it. <laughs> you did it. Go Michelle. Can you please you I need it. to see that that uh I need to see that that video. <laughs> Well, I think it is exactly, and it can go on our socials. I will also text you after this, but (laughs) I think it is the exact take that Gronk energy at the end of this DFS value breakdown for this week and parlay that into the rest of your 2021. It has been an awesome, awesome start to Draft Queens for the year. Feel that Rob did it vibes. And I think that we're just going to get better and better over the course of this year. So I, I have nothing more to say. I think it's just happy 2021 to all as normal. Thank you for listening. You know where to find us anywhere you listen. And if you feel like rating us five stars, we appreciate it as always. You can find us on Instagram at the Draft Queens or on Twitter at the underscore Draft Queens. Michelle, any parting thoughts before we enter into this brand new year? Just bring on, bring on the balance of 2021, everybody. See you next week. Okay, ladies, now let's get in. As much as I hate the idea of being on YouTube one day when we do these, the fact that you and I, like, dance at the end of the segment, like, into the next one with no music is actually hilarious. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. What if we did a blooper at the end of every episode? What if you say right at that moment, take that little funny clip where we, we say that, and you just do the boop at the end of it and put that in? If you remember, then, yeah, I'll put it right in. Right now, that one. I want that one. But there was no, but no, there was nothing coming out of our mouths. Yeah. 
It was just us going, no, no, no. What I said after, what I was like, I really hate you two, but it, blah, 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 that thing. Oh. Well, what was the time code? 1920. <laughs> Whatever you wrote up there. It's like 1930 <laughs> for blooper. He's I'll like, try it. Fuck you, I hate this. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. Okay, can I stretch my neck?